celebrating the sounds of Memphis for 21 years, welcome to another episode of Bill Street Caravan. Heard around the globe on NPR Worldwide, major funding for Bill Street Caravan is provided by the AutoZone Corporation. AutoZone, parts are just part of what we do. Hi, I'm your co-host, Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. This week on Bill Street Caravan, we have an hour-long tribute to Sun Records from John Paul Keith and Friends. And we'll also take a listen to an interview from the Bill Street Caravan archive with the man who invented rock and roll, Sam Phillips. That's all coming up right now on Bill Street Caravan. Hey, Pat. Hey, Kevin. Sun Records is where it all started. 706 Union Avenue. Music legend Sam Phillips' doors open as Memphis Recording Service on January 3rd, 1950. The studio hosted the earliest recording sessions of Howlin' Wolf, B.B. King, Junior Parker, and Rufus Thomas. Ike Turner recorded Rocket 88, the song regarded as the first rock and roll song there in 1951. Then in 1953, Elvis Presley walked through the door to record a song for his mother. He returned the next year and recorded That's All Right Mama, and music changed forever. Johnny Cash, Roy Orbison, Carl Perkins, Jerry Lee Lewis, and Charlie Rich soon called Sun Records home. Sam soon opened the, at the time, state-of-the-art Sam Phillips Recording Studios across the street and operated it until his business ventures in the broadcast industry eventually occupied all of his time. The music birthed in both studios and through the Sun Record label, it's going to live on for all time. It's going to live on forever. And both studios continue that Phillips legacy. The 706 Union location has hosted sessions by U2, John Mellencamp, and Chris Isaac in recent years. Across the street at Sam Phillips Recording Studios, it's not uncommon to have Bob Dylan, Jack White, or Jerry Lee himself walk through the door. And engineer Matt Ross Spang has certainly made a name for himself with his work on albums from Jason Isbell, Margot Price, and in an amazing twist of fate, Matt recently mixed previously unreleased Elvis tracks for Sony Records. Most recently, the studio story has been turned into a television series on CMT. Called, you guessed it, Sun Records. (laughs) On this week's program, Bill Street Caravan contributor John Paul Keith is joined on stage by Chuck Mead and Will Tucker. Chuck is the musical director for the series, and Memphian Will Tucker, who many of our listeners may know through his efforts in blues music, plays the role of guitarist Scotty Moore. And joining them on stage in the latter half of this broadcast will be Sam's son, Jerry Phillips, and original Sun Studio session drummer, J.M. Van Eaton. Stick around after the break. We'll hear an interview from the Bill Street Caravan Vault with Sam Phillips, and we'll be letting our listeners know where to go to hear more. Here's a tribute to Sun Records from John Paul Keith and Friends, live on Bill Street Caravan. Baby, come back, baby. I wanna play house with you. Well, you may go to college, you may go to school, you may have a pink Cadillac, but don't you be nobody's fool. Baby, come back, baby, come, come back, baby, come, come back, baby. I wanna play house with you. Hey, listen to me, baby. What I'm talking about. Baby, come back, baby, come Come back, baby, come Come back, baby, I wanna play house with you
so much. much. Will Tucker, ladies and gentlemen, gripping wrong. You're listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Here's more from our tribute to Sun Records with John Paul Keith and Friends, live on Bill Street Caravan.
That was a tribute to Sun Records from John Paul Keith and Friends live on Bill Street Caravan. Right now, we're going to listen in to one piece of a series of interviews with Sam Phillips. These interviews were conducted by Bill Street Caravan founder Sid Selvage many years ago and until recently hadn't seen the light of day. We have the entire series posted on our SoundCloud page, so if you're intrigued by what you hear, go to SoundCloud and check it all out. How would you go about choosing songs with, with Willie or Joe Hill or any of these guys? I mean, would they come in with the material or or uh, did you have material there already? Or would, I mean, I know now it's, 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 you know, it's such an industry where you've got the songwriters there and, right. you know, this sort of thing. But That's an interesting question, uh, Sid. Um, material, when I was recording practically nothing but black artists mm-hmm. before I even recorded uh, any white artists to speak of mm-hmm. at Memphis Recording Service and later on Sun Records, the material usually was in the heart and the soul and the head of the people that came in to sing. The reason I knew that 
is that uh, in the days when I was coming up in Alabama on a little farm, and my older sisters would take me, I was the youngest of eight young'uns, kids, <laughs> and they would take me to their um, little square dances once a month where they'd take all the furniture out of the living room, and if it was not raining, they'd put it out on the porch or in the yard. And uh, I, as a little skinny boy, Irene, my sweet little old sister, only had two sisters, and. And, and six brothers, or five brothers. And I would sit in the corner and observe uh, these people. And they sang a lot of the old songs, but a lot of them, they just, these were white, quote unquote, country musicians. But they weren't professional musicians, quote unquote. They were people that had day jobs for sure during the depression of the 30s. And, but they would make great music. Well, I picked that up. And then uh, in my youth in Alabama with the great uh, cotton pickers that were on the farm uh, with my dad and the other tenant farmers, uh, there was always songs being sung that I hadn't heard because I was young. But um, uh, making up a song was a part of the rendition of it with them. Uh, Black and white people too. Right then, I mean, it was just, and, and I think, and I know later on, uh, I found out it was their experiences they had gone through, or it was the hopes that they had of something good happening to them in the future. And that to me is the greatest songwriting in the world. Uh, it's kind of really uh, the hope of uh, that pot at the end of the rainbow, you know. Uh, uh, songs and thinking about life and what you've experienced and what you hope for, in essence, is your life. So to answer your question, Sid, uh, compositions that were in the head of the different people that I recorded uh, even some of the white artists uh, that I recorded, but not as much so as with the black artists. Uh, they came in and all they needed was someone that understood and could relieve them of some of the anxiety that goes with saying, oh Lord, I can't miss this opportunity. I've never had an opportunity like this before. I can't blow it. Well, I had to make sure that one way or the other, and, and, and you had to work with everyone differently. I mean, everyone had a different spot you had to touch in order to relieve them of that soul. They could give you a rendition like they were doing it at home uh, doing it on the back porch or in real familiar surroundings and nothing was uh, on the line, so to speak, except just enjoying what they were doing and saying and singing. So that to me was one of the great uh, essences of what I brought to the recording world. Uh, and and, and I, I mean that bragging or not bragging, I just, had I not uh, done that, 
I would have just been another cat in there recording, quote unquote, commercially. Well, I wanted things to be commercial, but at the same time, I wanted them to say something in the style, the feel, the experience of these people that had not been said before because they didn't have the opportunity. And then some that were some of the great artists like uh, Nat King Cole and, and, and you could name uh, Count Basie and all that. Uh, and they were influenced by white people. And that's okay up to a certain point. But uh, I just feel like outside of through their jazz process, as an example, uh, Duke Ellington. I mean, this guy was going to get his licks in, even on the so-called pop stuff that he was required to, uh, required to record. Uh, so uh, I saw that as actually keeping things in the cage that needed to be let out. And so that's, uh, that's where we went about attempting to do that. And uh, as impatient as I am, uh, patience was required. And patience was a part of whatever success that I had. But it also was very important that I let them know that, my God, I'm in this thing with you. I mean, you'd be surprised how much that helped that you accept some of the blame if it doesn't come off. You accept some of the accolades if it does come off. That way, you got a project together and it makes a difference. Again, we have this entire series of interviews with Sam Phillips posted on our SoundCloud page. They're absolutely amazing. Sam Phillips could tell a story like nobody else. If you follow us on social media, we've shared the link there, so check that out. We want to remind our listeners you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Go to our website at BillStreetCaravan.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter to find out where the caravan is going to be next. You can also keep up with Bill Street Caravan via our podcast that's available through iTunes. We have to take a quick break for local announcements, but stick around. There's a lot more music to come. You're listening to The Sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. AutoZone is proud to support Bill Street Caravan and other arts organizations that strengthen the greater Memphis community. Parts are just part of what we do. AutoZone.com. Bill Street Caravan is also supported by awards from the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, the Tennessee Arts Commission, Arts Memphis, and Tennessee Tourism. TennesseeVacation.com. 
the soundtrack of America was made in Tennessee. We're back, and for those of you just tuning in this week, we are featuring a tribute to Sun Records with John Paul Keith and Friends. John Paul, who is not only a human jukebox of Memphis music history, but a walking encyclopedia as well, sat down and talked with his friend Chuck Mead about his role as music director for the Sun Records television series on CMT. Here's what he had to say. What I have seen, I just thought was just wonderful. I thought the music was great and the, and everything looked great. The actors did a great job, I thought, and uh, uh, I was I was tickled with it. It, you know, I really feel really proud because, you know, like I was telling Jerry Phillips, you know, of all the, you know, the, the, they're going to change certain aspects of the story, you know, from real life to, to make it movie and TV worthy. And they're going to change some things, you know, that maybe didn't really happen. But, you know, we stuck pretty close. But the ultimate thing was, is that I felt like in both the theater production and the television show, I, I felt it was my responsibility to really take care of all those guys' legacy, especially Sam Phillips, uh, with the music, because that's their real legacy. They changed the world with the things that they did. And uh, so I think we were really successful in that because everybody on the production cared. Everybody. It was, you know, people bled for that <laughs> for that TV show. And oh, right. It, yeah, I know. But, but you know... To me, it's worth it because I'm really proud of, you know, what we did. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was, it's very cool. I, I, re I remember one thing that struck me when I was around the set, around some of the cast, some of who are kids, really, you know, and as and the, the, the musicians they were portraying were kids at the time. You know, we forget that, but they were kids. They were teenagers, practically, in many cases. Um, yeah. And being around them, what struck me was how young they were. And then it struck me an entirely new audience is going to be exposed to this music that may never have heard of it before. You know, if only a handful of them react to it the way I did when I first heard it, <laughs> there's going to be some artists spring up out of that. You know what I mean? It's like, because well, that stuff yeah, changed my life. And I can't imagine it wouldn't change some other lives, you know. You're absolutely right. And that's what makes it so important. And I think that that we did, there was a lot of people that tuned into CMT that never watched CMT, but they watched our show. And, yeah. um, and I, you know, I, you know, having people like Joe Hill Lewis in the mix, I mean, yeah. that's pretty subversive. <laughs> if you want to come it right is. down to it. I mean, what TV show has ever had Joe Hill Lewis on it? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And we probably and that got name, the only that guy name. that could do it too, Dom Clemens. He's the only guy that could do it. Yeah, that was. I did see that scene. That's a great scene, there in the studio when they're cutting with him. That, that's a great scene. But yeah, so the TV show uh, has run uh, its its first season. Seems to be pretty well received. It was certainly well received here in Memphis. People got a, a real kick out of it. You could tell people were proud of of Memphis's role in it, and people were very pleased that it was shot here. You know, and I was very pleased that you were able to come in and do our sun tribute with us. That was uh, at Lafayette's. That was a that was a great night. I was really glad you were able to be there. Man, thanks for asking me. And I, it was that that was I wouldn't trade that for anything. That was so much fun playing, and then just listening to Freddie King at three in the morning. That <laughs> hey, now we don't have to that, tell everything. <laughs> but that was good. That, well, that's that's good, clean fun, JP. Come that on. is. That is. <laughs> that is. That is. 
I know you would certainly agree how cool is it for being a fan of Sun Records and a student of it to find yourself doing a gig in Memphis with Jerry Phillips and J.M. Van Eaton coming by to sit in. Oh, well, you know, it's a gift anytime you get up with the guys who helped invent something, you know? Absolutely. You have to get up to the teachers to learn the real essence of all that stuff. And just to be on the same stage with those guys, and what what a privilege, you know? And uh, more of that. But there's less of them all the time. And so you need some sort of connection to them so that, you know, maybe old guys like us can pass it along to younger guys than us, and they can pass it along. It's just all the spirit, you know. Here's more from our tribute to Sun Records with John Paul Keith and Friends, live on Beale Street Caravan. Well, I took some money from a tree Dressed it up and they called it me Everybody's trying to be
do, honey, when you don't Let me know, baby, how you feel Tell the truth of now, is love real? You better open up a honey, it's a lover boy me that's knocking. You better open up a honey, it's the apple and the high school rocket. Honey, get your bobbin shoes, for the jukebox blows a fuse. Got everybody hopping, everybody hopping, bobbin at the high school hop. Oh, bobbin at the high school hop, shaking at the high school hop, rolling at the high school hop, bobbin at the high school hop. Banana high school. 
That's all right. 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 Okay, here we go. Well, if you don't think you love me, honey, then you don't have to stay. If you don't think you need me, baby, you can just go away. And that's all right. That's all
thank you very much. We appreciate it so much. Jerry Phillips, ladies and gentlemen. How about it for him? Thank you, thank you. I'm gonna stay up here with you guys for the... Train account, it's rolling around the bend. I ain't seen any sunshine since I don't know when. Well, I'm stuck in the post of prison. Time keeps dragging on. Well, I'll hit that lost whistle. Lay my head out. Well, I hear that whistle blowing, it's rolling around the bend. Seen the sunshine since I don't know when this I'm stuck in the post of prison. Time keeps dragging on. And I hear that train roll on down the sand. Train keeps rolling, and that 
Sun Records from John Paul Keith and Friends live on Bill Street Caravan. Special thanks to John Paul, Will Tucker, Chuck Mead, and Eric Fletcher at Lafayette's Music Room for making this episode possible. Thank you to Jerry Phillips and J.M. Van Eden for sitting in. You can find out more about the studios by going to sunstudio.com and samphillipsrecording.com. Special thanks to our supporters, AutoZone, the Memphis Convention and Visitors Bureau, Arts Memphis, the Tennessee Arts Commission, Tennessee Tourism, and Bridging the Blues for their support in making Bill Street Caravan possible. We'd like to remind our listeners to please show your support for public broadcasting. You're just not going to find programming like this anywhere else. We want to remind our listeners that you can find Bill Street Caravan on all the social media outlets. Do you love Memphis music? Tell us why and use hashtag I Listen to Memphis. 
or keep up with us on our podcast at iTunes. Visit our website at BillStreetCaravan.com to sign up for our monthly newsletter. You can find out where the caravan's going to be next. And if you can't meet us there, we'll be back right here next week, so we'll see you then. I'm Pat Mitchell-Worley. And I'm Kevin Cubbins. You've been listening to the sounds of Memphis on Bill Street Caravan. Mm-hmm.